Hi, I'm Erin Murphy. You probably know me as Tabitha from Bewitched, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Well, I hope you had a great week, and we'll be ready for another great guest here at On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 304 of On Screen and Beyond, the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. And this week, we are joined by Aaron Murphy, who played Tabitha on Bewitched. And believe it or not, this year is the 50th anniversary of Bewitched. It's been that long. And Aaron's going to be here to talk about it. She, Like I say, she was the daughter of Samantha and Darren on the show. And she's got a lot to talk about. And it's coming up in a few minutes, so I hope you're going to stick around for that. And we got a lot of great information about what's coming your way as far as movies and all sorts of stuff. So stick around. Looks like a great show this week. And, of course, if you're on Facebook, be sure to like us. And are you ready? It's time for Remake Madness. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness. Well, the man from Uncle Remake that director Guy Ritchie is working on and starring Henry Cavell and Army Hammer will be released in the dreaded January 15th, 2015 date. Just remember, usually anything in January is just the filler stuff. And unfortunately, that's not good news for the man from UNCLE. But you never know. And Ron Howard is going to direct the new remake of The Jungle Book. And you can look for the Point Break remake. It's coming your way. It's going to have Gerard Butler in the Patrick Swayze role and a newcomer in the Keanu Reeves role. That's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next, it is Upcoming New Movies. Upcoming new movies, well, Bradley Cooper will play a New York Police Department officer, and he's turned mob informant, and he's entered in a witness protection program, and of course, it doesn't go well. It's called American Blood. And the Will Ferrell-Kevin Hart comedy, Get Hard, will have a March 27, 2015 release date, as Ferrell plays a rich guy falsely accused and convicted of a crime, and he hires a guy who washed his car to teach him how to be a badass to keep people away from him while he's in prison. And also on that date, Hugh Jackman, he's going to be starring in a sci-fi comedy called Chappie. That's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we head down to Sequel City to find out what's coming away as far as sequels right here on On Screen and Beyond. (laughs) Sequel City, it looks like Space Jam from the 1990s will be getting a sequel. The former Michael Jordan Looney Tunes CGI film will now have LeBron James in the leading role in Space Jams 2. And the Lego movie will be getting a sequel, which is no surprise, really. And it already has a 2017 release date of May 26th. Dread star Kyle Urban says that there are talks going on right now about a sequel to Dread. And only time will tell if that'll happen. That's it for Sequel City. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV on DVD. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TV on DVD, May 13th. Orange is the New Black, Season 1, will arrive on Blu-ray and DVD, and on May 6th, on Digital HD. May 6th, you can also get I Love Lucy, the Ultimate Season 1, and it'll arrive with many extras, such as bloopers and numerous featurettes and more. And on April 1st, a four-disc set of Married with Children, Seasons 3 and 4, will land on DVD. That's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen to Be On, Movies on DVD. <laughs> movies on DVD, April 1st. Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues, will slide onto DVD and Blu-ray. April 15th, you can look for Ride Along with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. And the tentative release date of the Lego movie will be on Blu-ray and DVD in June. That's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen to Be On, a little bit of TV time and entertainment news right here on On Screen and Beyond. TV time and entertainment news. Well, Pierce Morgan has been ousted by CNN after taking over the Larry King time slot. Who will get his slot? We'll see. And Heroes is getting a comeback chance as Heroes Reborn will arrive on NBC on 2015 as a miniseries event. And, unfortunately, game show host Jim Lang of The Dating Game passed away this week at the age of 81. And director and Ghostbuster Harold Ramis died earlier this week. And Ramis also made us laugh with so many other films, including Analyze This, Groundhog Day, National Lampoon's Vacation, Caddyshack, Stripes, Knocked Up, and so many other films. That is it. For TV time and entertainment news here at On Screen and Beyond. Next on On Screen and Beyond, 50 years ago this year, Bewitched came to our TV screens, and Aaron Murphy was there the second season as the daughter of Samantha and Darren on Bewitched. She's going to be here next. Aaron Murphy, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Believe it or not, this year marks the 50th anniversary of the beloved TV show Bewitched. And joining us today on On Screen and Beyond is the actress who played the role of Tabitha Stevens, the daughter of Samantha and Darren, on the show. It's Erin Murphy. Erin, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you. It's great to be here. Now, Erin, can you believe it's been 50 years since that show started? I think it must be a lie, since I'm, I'm sure I'm only 30. <laughs> <laughs> well, you look it. You do look very young. <laughs> Thank you. And it's amazing that that show has been on so long. Now, when did you actually start on the show? 
I started on the very first episode of the third season. So I started on the first color episode of Bewitched, and then I was on for the, the next – we ran for eight years. So I was on for the run of the show. Wow. So you grew up in front of the camera because you, you were what? How old? Two years old or something? I started right before I turned two, and I was on the show till I was eight. Wow. <laughs> now, you probably don't remember when you the first time you were on, do you? I don't. I don't remember auditioning for the part. I don't remember probably the first episodes, but I have so many really early memories from the set. And then obviously all the later years I remember well. Right, yeah. Do you know, were they looking for twins when they started auditioning for the show? Yes, yes. They um, they had actually used a couple sets of uh, twins in early, early black and white episodes where the Tabitha character was just a baby, and they wanted to expand the character even more. So with the child labor laws and everything, they were really mainly looking for twins. There are a couple other people that I've heard have you know, were up for the part, but they were really looking for twins for the part of Tabitha. Mm-hmm. But I, I, my sister Diane is a fraternal twin, so we really don't look alike. So they hired twins and, and really could only use us, you know, as twins for the first year, using my sister from the back or from a distance. And then I played the part alone after that. What do you remember about the show? When, you know, when did you start uh, remembering things from the for that that episodes that you were oh in. gosh ever i mean i remember so i remember early early episodes even in the cribs so i mean i remember probably from three and up hmm. i remember almost everything about it i remember mondays we'd do the table reads for you know cast and crew and everybody would gather around the big table and read through the script and then you know it would take a week to film an episode and i remember watching them set up all the you know magic things and and it was a lot of fun yeah, I, I I can't imagine being that young and <laughs> and and knowing what's going on around you. Now, did you have to? When did you have to start actually reading to to talk in your parts? Supposedly, I could read it too. I don't know if it's true, but I've been told it my whole life, so I'm just going to keep going with that story. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there were dial, you know, there was dialogue from the very beginning. So if there were scripts, and they'd highlight my part, and allegedly I could read it. <laughs> Wow. Now, do you remember the first time they wanted you to start learning how to twink your nose? Or <laughs> I don't because I started doing that in the very first episode. From oh, the, really? From the beginning where I came on, they, they wanted my character to do magic. So very, very early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that was a little trick they wanted you to learn how to do, huh? Well, I didn't have to switch my nose the same way Elizabeth Montgomery right. did. They let me move, my, move it with my fingers. So right, it was yes. pretty simple. How was it working with Elizabeth Montgomery? She was great. She was very much like I am as a grown-up. We we have very similar personalities, and she was a lot of fun to work with. And a, and a mother, so she had three children who were right around my age, and she was fun. I, I loved her very much. Yeah. Now, I don't remember when they changed Darren's, but were you – had they changed Darren oh, yes. before? You no, can't. I worked with both. I, I worked three years with Dick York and three years with Dick Sargent, so equal time with both of them. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. Now, as the show grew, did did people start re- recognizing you on the streets, and was it hard to, you know, eat at oh, a restaurant? People, it, it wasn't hard. We always, you know, we've always been a family that's out and about, and even still, I'm always you know, one to do everything on my own. But from the very beginning, when I, when I started on the beginning of the third season, you know, that was the top ratings of Bewitched was that third season. So everybody knew who I was right away. Since right. There was, you know, a lot of press 
around whether my character could do magic. And, you know, we did a lot of TV and, and news and things regarding that. So, yeah, people have recognized me pretty much my entire life. Mm. Now, over the years, we've had a lot of different actors and actresses who have grown up as child stars. And they all tell stories about how they went to school and -and so-and-so was in school with them and -and so-and-so was in school because, you know, you were usually taught on the lot. Is that the case with you, too? You were taught there? Well, I think mine was different than some of the other people. I had my own tutor on the Bewitched set. So I I did go to school there on the set, but I was the only kid there Ah. unless it happened to be, you know, one episode where we'd have, you know, guest actors on that episode. Otherwise, I wasn't there with the Brady Bunch. I had my own tutor there on the Bewitched set. Ah, yeah, yeah. So what's your fondest memory of the show? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, I have so many, and I, I think it was just, I just, I feel so fortunate that I was on a, a show that was so loved and is still so loved, and it oh, was yeah. just a wonderful opportunity to, you know, work with great people, and, and I have experiences that, you know, other people could only dream of, and I, I do feel very thankful for that. Mm. What determined that you you stopped acting after the shortly after that? Did you just not care about it anymore or i know you did some things but you know well it wasn't bad i was i was eight so i had to go back to elementary school i wasn't required to go back to a job i I had to continue my education and you know Mm -hmm. high school and college but our family moved from the los angeles area down to orange county just a couple years after the show went off the air so at that point it was just impractical to really drive up to Los Angeles for auditions and things. And I did continue doing, you know, lots of commercials and I did some modeling and things like that as I got older. But then as an adult, like every adult, when you kind of decide what you want to do when you grow up, that's what brought me back into the business. It was, you know, I, I was allowed to be a kid for the years that you should be a kid. So right. I went from bewitched to, you know, some TV things, but mainly just the normal childhood. Right. Yeah. Huh. Any regrets that you didn't continue you know, trying to get parts and things at that at that early age? Not really. I mean, I, I was lucky that things were still offered to me. And, I mean, I've, I've always said that I'm sorry I didn't do some of the fun Aaron Spelling shows like Love Boat and Fantasy Island. That mm-hmm. would have been fun. But, no, I, I enjoyed the childhood I had. And, I, you know, both. On I think I kind of had a great combination of a, a childhood on a, a TV lot and, and one and that was normal as well. So yeah. it, it was good for me that then – I think it, it's one of the reasons I've been able to get back into the business so easily as I was, you know, in my early 20s and older, because I had kind of walked away from the business when they were still offering me things. Mm-hmm. It was There was never a time where people saw me struggling to get work and, and I wasn't getting the job. Right. So as an adult, there was, you know, still the interest in, in having me back. So I think it's worked out really well for me. Yeah. It's funny we mentioned uh, Love Boat, and uh, we recently had uh, Gavin McLeod on uh, – the, the show, and uh, he was Captain Stubing on the show. I'm sure he would love to have you as as a guest on the show. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure. Well, at the time, I think they wanted everyone from every TV show ever made. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it seemed like everybody was. Yeah. yeah. So all my all my friends who are you know former child actors and adult actors from back in the day, they were all on the love boat. I may be one of a very small number that weren't. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, it seems so. I've, when I was looking up your your, your uh, information, that, that I remember seeing the, a picture of you with somebody else. Uh, who was it? Uh, was it Susan Olson that you're friends with? Or? Oh, it could be. I'm I'm friends with almost every former child actor you could name. We're all you know a group of friends. We yeah. have common ground. It's kind of like you're you're drawn to people who have you know, similar interests, and I think we have 
you know, I always say common ground. We have have a life that other people don't really understand. So it kind of is something that bonds you with other child actors and other actors in general, I think. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was so excited when I had the opportunity to interview you because uh, I, I had seen, like I say, a picture of you with three different uh, – former child stars and I said well I've interviewed that one I've interviewed that one I haven't done Aaron yet <laughs> well I'm glad you did yes <laughs> another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to-dos Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, one of the things I was looking at that you did in the past, more recently, not when you were a child, but uh, you were doing wrestling on Hulk Hogan's Celebrity <laughs> yes. Championship Wrestling. How was that? Yes, that, was, that was very fun. <laughs> that was just a few years ago. It was a, a show for the CMT, um, Country Music Television Network. Mm-hmm. And they they came to my agent with a job offer. It wasn't an audition. It wasn't anything. And the way they presented it is, we have a job for Aaron that's sort of like Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> and I thought, okay. And they said, but it's wrestling. And I needed to hear a little more since, to be completely honest, I had never watched one match of wrestling in my life. But I'm a firm believer that you should kind of put yourself out there and try different things. And, you know, life is short and and take the fun opportunities that come your way. It was fun. It was a lot of work and bruises and things like that. But, I mean, it was fun. And now, in addition to child television fans, I have a legion of wrestling fans. (laughs) I can't imagine you wrestling because I mean you that's know what makes, that's what makes it fun. Yeah, the I mean you, so funny is it's, it's so unexpected because I mean I I still look cute. So I mean they said well that part's the no brainer, but <laughs> I I I'm not what you would typically think of as a wrestler, and that's why I liked I liked the idea of it. So it was fun at the time. The network really wanted me to do it. The guys behind it, um, Jason Hervey, who was from the Wonder Years. Um, and um, a couple other people. The guys weren't so sure I should do it. They thought I, was, I might be a little too classy for wrestling. <laughs> so they were trying to get one of the deal or no deal girls, the ones with the suitcases. Yes, yeah. And they they basically said any one of those would have been a better choice for me. <laughs> <laughs> so who did you wrestle? Oh, I wrestled all kinds of people. My tag team partner was Dennis Rodman. Oh, gee. <laughs> It's it's all it's online. I'm just, I think it's still up on the CMT network. It was their most popular show by far, yeah. and um, it's still up there. But I I threw myself into. It. I think that's what people. I, I had the respect of the wrestlers on the crew because I I was not the prissy girl who wouldn't try things. They said, Aaron, you've got to climb up to the turnbuckle and throw yourself off on a crossbody and knock over Dustin Diamond from Saved by the Bell. And I said, okay, and I did it. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I mean you're a peanut. I can't, I can't see. You. I mean it's not like you've got some three hundred pound guy falling on you. <laughs> 
I know, I know. <laughs> it must have been fun, though. I'm sure you had a good time. It, get... it was, it was fun and grueling. It was, it was not an easy gig. I'll tell you that. I mean, it, it, you hear that people get injured on Dancing with the Stars. This is wrestling, I know. and we had three days to learn three moves and put on a match, and it was, it was overwhelming and fun. So yes. did you or any of the other uh, guest celebrities uh, actually, you know, hurt, get hurt? I mean, besides just bruises, oh, yeah. I know you're going to oh, get. Gosh. Oh, there were people with, you know, shoulders dislocated. There were all kinds of things. And I, I have photos of bruises that look like I was in a car accident. I mean, it was, it was grueling. It really was. Wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, they always say, you know, uh, wrestling is, is, is fake and everything. But regardless if it is or it isn't, it's still physically demanding. I mean, there's no question. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when I said coming away from it, it's choreographed. At least what we did is choreographed. But the bruises are real. It's not like you're 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 actually throwing people around. I mean, I got body slammed. It was it's crazy. <laughs> now, did you ever when you were, you know, all of a sudden being body slammed, did you ever think to yourself, why am I doing this? No, I was happy that they came to me because at the time, it was only a few years ago, but I was in my 40s. All the other girls were in their 30s or younger. And I mean, just sometimes being offered something is so flattering, you can't turn it down. Well, you still look like you're in your 20s, so it's, it's you know. Well, yeah, thanks. <laughs> now, another thing I noticed, excuse me, in your credits, and this was back in the 70s, you were on the Art Link Letter show. Do you remember that? I do. Um, it was it, it was like a. Um, I'm saying I remember it. I'm like stuttering over my words. Yeah, it was something about kids say the darndest things or yeah. something like that. It was it was a it was a fun little thing. We came on and told jokes and. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I remember Art Link Letter. You know, I mean, he was like the guy. You know, he was the guy everybody watched. <laughs> Oh, well, thanks, and you watched me. <laughs> I probably did. I probably did, but I you know, I don't remember, but I'm sure I, at the time I, I might have seen you. Now, I notice also that, that you do alpaca raising? You raise alpacas? Well, we have a 10-acre ranch um, just a couple miles out of Los Angeles, so I raise horses and have an equestrian center, and I raise alpacas and goats and chickens and peacocks, and it, it's kind of a beautiful place, but wow. for the alpacas... I um, have a small knitwear company that I started um, with them. Since you once a year you shear the alpacas, and I had bags and bags of fiber, so I had to learn how to spin it into yarn, and then started knitting hats, and yep, turned into a little business. Oh, so so what got you into that? Well, as a child, Agnes Moorhead used to knit on the set of Bewitched, so I would sit and watch her knit, and she'd tell me stories, and she would knit things, and I don't know, it just kind of was something I was always drawn to, because there's so much downtime when you're on a TV set, it's something that you can sit there and do. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, something about that kind of carried over, and, and I learned, really, as an adult, she taught me a little when I was a kid, but as an adult, I, I picked it up. Huh. So now you actually have – now is there a website people can go to? There is. I think it's com. I was trying to come up with a clever name. I thought, well, it's pretty self-explanatory, Aaron Murphy Knits. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you were wrestling, getting back for that just for a second, you were called the Mistress of Mayhem? Yes. We all had to come up with our own wrestling persona. And um, some people struggled with theirs. I came up with mine pretty quickly. I came up with the Mistress of Mayhem, otherwise known as Mom, M-O-M. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. 
So do you ever see anybody who I, – I know the, the stars of uh, Bewitched have passed, but uh, any of the other guest people who were on fairly often, uh, do you ever see any of them? I do. There aren't even that many guest um, supporting right. actors who are still around. Bernard Fox, who played Dr. Bob May, is still alive, and he's a dear, dear friend. Mm-hmm. And Bernie Coppell, uh, who you mentioned earlier from The Love Boat, was yes. on several episodes of Bewitched as the apothecary, and I see him all the time. Huh. Yeah, yeah. we've had him as a guest also. Oh, he's a great guy. Yeah. It's, it's a funny thing about Hollywood. There was a time where I was a very small child, and he played an old witch doctor, and now I'm older than his wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things things go different after a while. <laughs> it's, it's Hollywood. There was, there was a revelation a few years ago where I realized I'm too old for Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> and it's, I'm not even joking. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Well, like I said, you still look like you're 20, so. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, is there anything else you're involved in now? Uh, well, I run a filming location at our ranch. We call it the Tranquil Veranda TV Ranch. And I'm getting back into acting this year. I've been working as a host and television correspondent for the last seven or eight years. And I've just kind of thrown my hat back in the ring and reached out to some producer and casting director friends and said, you know, this is the year. My kids are older. I've always said that I would, you know, be open to another project. So that's what I'm looking forward to this year. Hope you get back on uh, TV and everything so we can see you. Oh, thank you. You absolutely will. I've got a few things already done and a couple things that are coming up. So within the next six to eight months, you will see me on TV. It's a promise. Great, great. Now, Erin, I've got to finish up with a couple of questions here, taking us away from being on the show and everything, and uh, it's more of a personal thing. But as far as when you sit back and watch TV, whether it's with a family or you know just by yourself or whatever, what is is your favorite TV shows that you watch now, and what are your favorite TV shows of the past, and also what are your favorite movies of now and of the past? Oh, that's such a hard question. It is. Um, <laughs> one thing, one thing it, the reason it's so hard for me is I'm very, very active in the Television Academy, so I'm a member of the Television Academy, ah. and they send me every single series because I vote for the Emmys. So I watch so much television and really appreciate good television, but it makes that question extremely hard. If you narrowed it down by category, I could give you better answers. But I mean, I love I love some darker things. Like I loved Dexter. I really like mm. Homeland. I like um, House of Lies and House of Cards. And I like um, the Modern Family. I mean, there's so many really good programs on mm-hmm. that it's it's almost impossible for me to narrow it down. That's why with the Emmys, it's nice because we get it narrowed down to a certain number and then I can look at those and it, it gets easier. But I couldn't even pick my favorite actor. There are so many great ones. I'm sure. But yeah. um, growing up, when I was on Bewitched, my favorite TV show was The Brady Bunch. Yeah. And I think it's funny because they're all good friends of mine now but at the time I, I it just looked like so much fun because I was on a set you know as the only child on my set and then you look and there are six of them and you know that was kind of perfect so right, yeah. that was my favorite TV show when I was a kid but you know over the years you know my taste in television changes I like a little bit of everything mm-hmm. and it's oh gosh movies you said movies yes. too my goodness um, oh my goodness my favorite movie ever um Oh, gosh. I, I tend to go for the classics. Like, if you say, what's the best movie ever, it would be hard to pick something from this year. So, I mean, Gone with the Wind, Wizard of Oz. I like, like, the big 
mm-hmm. big the big productions you know, yeah. spectacles. I like big productions. Um, a couple things haven't held up that well. I just, as an adult, recently saw Drugstore, not Drugstore Cowboy, uh, Midnight Cowboy, which I'd always heard was one of the best films ever, mm-hmm. and it was really dated. It was so so in the 60s, I didn't really enjoy it, which surprised me. But um, I don't even know. Name some movies that are out now. We just saw the Lego movie. You did? <laughs> How was that? I haven't I seen that one. Would, I certainly, well, we have kids, so they loved it. I don't think I'd put it at my top list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I went to see Monuments, man. That was that was pretty good. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It's uh, you know, it's, uh, George Clooney tends to make movies, I think, like the old way. Yes, very you know? much so. And I, I like George Clooney very much. Oh, he is one of the people that I say looks like an old time movie star. Yes, because oh, yeah. a lot of today's actors don't. But I mean, he would have been a movie star back in the forties, even. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So, well, I, I appreciate you doing this, Aaron. It's just such a pleasure to talk to somebody who was involved with a, a show that made so many people happy and still do today because it, it, that show just never seems to die. <laughs> like a cockroach, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not like that. <laughs> no, I, I know. I think we, we've held up, which has held up really, really well, and I think it's because if something is done well, it holds up over time. So combination great acting great writing you know great production values i think it's held up really well oh so yeah. thank you very much aaron murphy another great guest here at on screen and beyond i want to thank her so much for taking the time to talk to us here at on screen and beyond and hope you enjoyed that one because uh, we got a lot of great guests coming our way in the next couple of months i've been lining things up and if you have a suggestion of somebody you would like to hear because we really do Listen to what you're saying and who you're wanting us to have here. And we're trying. Sometimes we can't get them, but, you know, if you don't ask, we won't be able to find them because sometimes I don't think of who you'd like to hear. So please leave your suggestions at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and I will try to get that person. If you just want to leave me an email, just go ahead and chat or whatever. Just send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and I will get back to you. So, uh, the other day I was looking over the uh, map of uh, who has, uh, what countries are listening to On Screen and Beyond, and uh, it was funny because, uh, you know, it, we're getting into almost every country there is. We have listeners in all over the place. Uh, Germany is one of the big places that we have. Uh, of course, the United States and Canada and Mexico, uh, England, China is a very big too, but uh, Germany is up there and England and uh, over in Ireland, too, and just so many places, and love hearing from you, and I appreciate everybody who uh, takes the time to email me, and uh, like I say, I like to try to get back to you, and uh, I appreciate it very much. So, what do you say? That's a wrap for this week here at On Screen and Beyond. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. (laughs) 